Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I am Robert Scarpanito, your features editor. Andrew Rotten, editor-in-chief. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. And Andrew Stretch, quality assurance editor. <laughs> yep. You can blame him for all of our mistakes. I was about to say. <laughs> He's overworked. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week, we're going to talk more about Shin Megami Tensei 5 and a little bit of inscription, so stick around for that. But... First, let's dive into the news. The Grand Theft Auto Trilogy is doing very well. Everyone is playing it and enjoying it. And there are no bad stories to be found on the internet. No bad tweets, no, no. bad bugs, because it is the perfect remaster of, of people's favorite games from the mid-2000s. Isn't that right, guys? No story here? Yeah, really? you should pick it up immediately. I heard yeah. everything was broken. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no it's, you know, it's, it's the, the juggernaut of gaming, you know, knocks it out to the park again perfection yeah. achieved and that's really the story here <laughs> yeah like for, for once it's the true objective 10 out of 10 that's right game <laughs> it's nice that we can finally settle on it game gaming has its you know um citizen kane of gaming <laughs> it's, it's 10 out of 10 but it's not in stars it's 10 out of 10 people who purchase this game cannot run it <laughs> yeah there it is yeah uh the gta trilogy has been a disaster a bit of a um someone bungled it up kind of vibe uh to the point where it's like i don't even know where to start with just the the laundry list of how bad it is like it's it, every day like something else comes out that is just like oh this is even worse than we remember um because i remember at first right wasn't it, it was more of a like people were disappointed in the graphics right like it didn't look as remastered as people liked it it was demastered and, yeah and well, i would have thought if that's the if that's it for the story you know disappointing but whatever yeah but then it gets worse i think yeah, that some of these bugs are hilarious though it, it had that big red flag in gaming that you know we know to look out for and that's that little to no review copies were sent out and the only thing that was shown of gameplay was one very selectively edited trailer. Um, <clears throat> I know that there are definitely a couple of times that, you know, you'll you'll see a game and the embargo will be either on launch day or maybe even the day after launch. And that's just immediately like, whoa, what's happening? There, There's a problem here. If reviews are meant to be a way for someone to maybe get a more in-depth look and in-depth idea of the game for it to be out after people can purchase it um i mean it's 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 not like you know it's never like a game that that is bungled this way you know people push it out thinking this is going to be great and then they're like oh no there's a poor reaction um they they wholeheartedly knew that this was the this was the storm that they were walking into uh, which is funny because it's really difficult to see the storm in amongst all of the seizure-inducing rain. Mm -hmm. Well, if you switch to first person, though, you'll be able to see the storm for like a second and then a really, really nice close-up shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the, the inside of your face. <laughs> yeah, almost. You can see the oh. teeth. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah, the, the list of bugs are insane. It's... I don't know, man. This is one of those where like I think... This was very much a decision made in in a boardroom somewhere, right? Of let's not let's not let the reviews go out before the game goes live because let's be honest, it's Grand Theft Auto. 
people will buy this. Like no matter what anyone says, people will buy this day one and that we make our money and that's it. And I don't know. I wonder if this is a moment where like that watershed moment where, okay, yeah, you made your money now, but will you make your money next time you do this? Like if GTA 4 remaster happens, which it might, according to some files in the uh not in like the this trilogy not like this please yeah that's, that's <laughs> the thing though right is that if you know they announce gta 4 remaster are people going to be like yes i want to buy it because it'll be just, just as I good just as want this. to go bowling with my cousin in 4k please <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like there's just so many weird mistakes that have just shown up in this like I think to me the biggest one is hot coffee. That's still in the game. That's that's incredible that it it was a mod. Well, I mean it was a mod that restored content that was in the game files so big that they were suing people for trying to reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. And they just left it in. How did at, at no point in the process, well I mean they might have this might have, you know, been one of those like time crunch things weren't able to pull it out, but just to, you know, Control F into yeah, the code base and and search why were for they working code? with a version that had it anyway? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's true as well. That's it was this was figured out decades ago, twenty years ago. This was all sorted. That was one of the biggest. That is still one of the biggest controversies in gaming, and to just yeah. not even think about it is beyond me. Yeah, I mean, I think you know we live in a world now where I. Like, if that came out for the first time ever today, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, right? Because, you know, 15 years ago, I think generally, like, the community was a little more conservative when it came to that stuff. Nowadays, you know, I mean, people joke about Commander Shepard banging everyone on the Citadel, right? Like, I think we have games like Subverse. We do. (laughs) We do have games like Subverse. Hey, if it came out today and it didn't have all the history behind it, it would be sold for $5.99 as additional content. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want sex in the game? Here you go. Yeah. Buy the hot coffee DLC. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, now it's just, I don't know. There's like that to me is a really big oversight because like, you know, Take-Two spent millions of dollars, you know, having to deal with legal fees because of that mod way back in the day. You would think they'd want to nuke it <laughs> from our memories. But instead they're like, nope, we remastered it. <laughs> <laughs> like all of the all of the other graphical glitches too it's just you can definitely tell where things are wrong you know if you if you look at i mean i'm sure everyone here and everyone listening has seen the videos of um running along the beach while it's raining and you've got the rain going through um entirely through like the boardwalk but if you also like look where the sea curves in the rain goes behind the water, but then you can still see it hitting the ground. That it's not too dissimilar from the issues we were seeing with Cyberpunk, where some people were looking out and every single tree across um, Night City was visible like on a top layer. Mm-hmm. Um, just whatever part of the process of like the, the, you know, where in the stack of layers of what the player should see with like the HUD and UI at the very top, very forefront of uh, of players' minds and player sight. Um, it just seems that the rain is in some weird spot in front of the the background and the graphical assets, but still behind the ocean. Um, you know, lack of fog. I've seen so many clips of people flying all the way up 
and turning the camera around and you can see just the entire Los Santos as as a map, as an island just sitting there. And it the first thing that it looked like as I was like looking at this, you know, crystal clear island, it reminded me of like the map from um from Lego Island. Where uh, you play as like the, the pizza boy. Yep. It's just like it 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 looked like a, a PS1 game. It, it looked like it didn't have enough depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think overall this just feels like what a what an awful way to treat one of like your flagship franchises, right? Not like, only that, but like is are there there are not many games that are that are looked on more fondly than something like Vice City. Everybody's like Vice City was the shit. Everybody mm-hmm. it was great. Like three Grand Theft Auto three really kicked everything off. It that's what changed Grand Theft Auto and changed a lot in gaming. It was a humongous uh game in in gaming's history we have an article on that game changers really good just check it out mm-hmm. but vice city is where everybody it all clicked with everybody and i i, I remember playing the shit out of vice city oh, <laughs> it's yeah. such a it's such a bummer to see it just just not given whoever they they seems like they just hired someone and said yeah just go figure it out and so we can get paid instead of all right let's actually take some time with with something that we actually care about it just seemed like it was thrown thrown to the side yeah i mean there's so many things that are broken that it's it's surprising that they wouldn't have been caught i mean cutscenes broken you've got the the infamous when you hop on a bicycle all you see is his face um <laughs> that was so good like hot dog fingers and uh like even some of the the text is just like it's it's not what was supposed to be rendered. It's just like default system looking text um, on signs and things like that. I f- find it hard to believe that if there was QA on this game that they wouldn't have said something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that QA said everything, passed it on, but then there was some time crunch, some decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, the big question is why wouldn't you delay this if it's if it's this poor? Um, but yeah, no, I'm sure as everyone, everyone and their mother looked at this and went, Ooh, push it out. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think gamers are much more forgiving these days with delays, understanding that I say that, but I think there's a little bit more, more understanding these days in that, you know, if you want a quality product, a delay, it might happen. Um, and I think that the backlash from that just delaying it would have been significantly less than what they're getting now. Um, yeah. Well, cause this also just like ruins the reputation. Like it, it affects the franchise's reputation, right? Like moving forward, people aren't going to forget this with how it, much focus they've always had on quality. It is a huge step back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like that with any rematch they want to do in the future, like you're talking about four or something. It's like, who's going to trust that? Like, I don't want anything to do with that. You know it's bad when the unofficial mod of GTA 3 for PS Vita runs better than the official remaster of GTA 3 for PS5 for for Xbox Series consoles. It's yeah. it's it's so it's such a it just it makes no it's it's one of the things that just doesn't make any sense like it's not like it's a, it was an anticipated game we knew was coming out for like the past four or five years. They're like, oh man, we can't 
delayed anymore can't wait on it but even that wouldn't make sense either because they make so much money from gta online and like red dead online and well more more gta online than anything obviously and gta 5 still sells like millions of copies a quarter like it's still yeah. one of the best selling games every year uh, it, it's there's there, there's no reason to have rushed it it's just a, it was such a really weird decision yeah it's like so now rockstar is known as the company that so painstakingly cares about the details that there are horse testicles in yeah. Red Dead 2, but also cares so little about details that they shove this shit out there, you know? It'd be like remastering the original Mario Bros, but using clip art. Be like, this looks better. Look <laughs> at the colors. So, awful. so we know that, that the game runs poorly, that it definitely shouldn't have been released. It's got so many errors. What do you guys think of of Rockstar's approach to this? Not to be like, whoops, we messed up, but instead to pull it from all storefronts while they remove certain data from the game. I think it's... that's worse. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it just feels so like tuck, uh, tail tucked between the legs running away from their problems, which is so weird for like a multi-billion dollar, probably billion oh, dollar definitely company. definitely billion dollar company. Yeah. Yeah, like we've seen it's any any game nowadays will have all of its game code you know dissected we got all of those leaks from uh from the nickelodeon battle game that revealed like every single dlc <laughs> coming out um but just the idea of you know if the cat's already out of the bag why make people angrier to to pull it to say you paid 60 bucks for these games but you can't play them because we messed up. Yeah, and I mean, also on launch, didn't like the the Rockstar launcher just shit the bed mm -hmm. for PC, yeah. right? So a it, bunch like, of people a, couldn't play it. Down for anyway. like three days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and people just like couldn't play the game that they bought on PC, the games that are also bad. So it's like, I don't know, it's, it's such a lose-lose situation all around. I can't like find that. Well, at least they did this. You know what I mean? I can't find that no, silver it's lining. Like, Somehow, I don't know why I'm thinking of Mario still. It's somehow, it's amazing to me that that 3D Mario collection is a better deal and better game thing, thing to buy than this. <laughs> when that's literally just the game. Like, no changes, really, to the game. And here it is. Yeah, well, like, now you that can't even been buy better. it. Yeah. It's, it, it's crazy to me. Yeah. And it's just it's such a sad way because like you know grand theft auto holds that weird place in the games industry where like even people outside of video games like people who've never really played mario or anything know of it i mean probably for like kind of bad reasons depending <laughs> yeah. on depending on you know the stories they've seen on fox news and etc back in the mid 2000s but i mean it still has that like it's one of those faces of gaming in a way right so it's just really sad to see it be oh, treated yeah. this way you know especially when you know the grand theft auto franchise as a whole unless you're one of the many people enjoying online it's kind of felt stagnant right i mean gta 5 is 2013 nothing really since then like no gta 6 no gta san andreas stories or whatever right yeah. it's Putting huge even... focus on the online because it's making them money oh, yeah mm -hmm. yeah gta 5 you know originally had those plans for more single player content that's just never happened. Um, and I think they even like removed from wherever on their site, you know, it said we're planning multiplayer and single player com content. They, you know, removed that 
completely and have just focused on the multiplayer um for as much crap as we give uh like stuff like skyrim that got another <laughs> another release uh you know just this week but it um, added fishing it did that's true that's that true. yeah that's worth the 50 dollars price important. tag alone Very the important. the fact that you can you can play gta and i know that they started phasing stuff out for the for the last gen consoles um but the fact that gta 5 has been just pure games as a service and what for ps5 they're planning on releasing it as a standalone or something what is well they're just giving ps plus owners like a million in-game dollars a month until the release of uh until the release of the the new series or it's like a port right i mean yeah there's making it for ps5 and series x Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, because it was a 360 PS3 game originally, wasn't yes. it? Yes, I totally forgot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to forget. It came out on the 360 and PS3 first, then PC, then then PS4, PC. And Xbox PC One. came with the first person mode, <laughs> right? That isn't bugged, as far as I'm aware. Uh, yeah, yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so weird. I totally forgot that that was two generations ago. Mm-hmm. Get back yeah, now we're gonna. What? Oh, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Uh, so you can get back a little bit what you're saying. It's like, I think for a lot, like you're saying, Grand Theft Auto holds a special place for a lot of people because it does have this cultural impact also outside of people that just play games. Like you're saying, most people know. Grand- I mean, whether it's that, uh, there's, what, the Dave, the Chappelle show had to get on it even and stuff like that. Um, but I think what a lot of people... You're thinking the context of when these came out for like most of the you know, the general age of someone that would identify as like a gamer or they that's someone that really enjoys games like the GTA truly like this GTA three Vice City and stuff those were all like in San Andreas for like our teen teen years for a lot of people and they were doing a lot of things in games that were pretty um, edgy. Yeah, edgy for the time now would be like that's what people were getting pissed about. Like, really? <laughs> but uh, like they're pretty on the forefront of doing stuff. So you definitely felt like, oh, I'm getting away with some stuff uh, playing it, and it was just such a. I think for a lot of people, it just has. It holds a, a a big part of their teenage years, which are when we formulate most of our likes and interests anyway, or like solidify them. That. I just, it's so bizarre to me. No, I, maybe someone did say it, but they're like, you know, it'd, it'd, it'd probably be worth the investment to take the time and spend the time to do this right. Because it's going to have a huge payoff for all these people being like, oh man, I get to do this again or whatever. And now it's like, it's just a laughing stock of awful. Imagine if this had been released during like that dry period of games that we normally get around like February, March, right? Hmm. Not next year. Well, not next year. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, 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 no. Sorry. Yeah, it would get killed alive. Yeah, uh, this was like a May June June. Um, but yeah, like for it to be in like the the lead up to Holiday Rush, or maybe it's because this Holiday Rush has been so devoid, maybe of uh, some of the large things here. that were meant to release. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like the holiday shopping season was part of the reason, because I mean, if you put Grand Theft Auto on the shelf, you know, like Timmy's grandma is going to be like, oh, I know that game and, you know, buy it. Right. It's the new Timmy's old grandma's Theft red. Auto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's very new age. Yeah. 
Timmy's grandma is really into into coke and hookers for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to see the car rock. <laughs> <laughs> she get she gets Timmy a, a GTA three remastered and a Starbucks gift card. Like, they keep talking about this hot coffee. I, I wanted to get you some. <laughs> yeah, here use this for your hot coffee. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. Yeah, and Timmy's going to have best. a good Christmas. <laughs> really? I can play the hot coffee mod, Grandma? Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, I mean, that's true. The what of singles. <laughs> Timmy's about to be disappointed. Um. So the GTA trilogy came out the same day as another remaster. Re, oh, before, re, before we move on yeah to that okay. i want to say a little bit about take two because we didn't really get into them as a company that i don't think people realize all the nonsense they do about gta online and making a bunch of money there i don't think people realize that rockstar and 2k have the same parent company in take two so if you've ever been an nba 2k person and you're really mad about the stupid vc coins and stuff and all the ridiculous monetization that go along with it this is the same group of people. So the, the same group of people that made all these really bad decisions for the trilogy, maybe they're not that it's not that surprising if you think about all the other nonsense they pulled, particularly with any yeah. other 2K sports game when it comes to money and then what they have turned GTA into. No no doubt like people enjoy online and have at it if you enjoy it, but it's like man, they really been riding this for a while. <laughs> like yeah. There's nothing uh, great. I mean, Grant Rockstar did put out Red Dead Two, which is amazing, but well, it's it's the occasional gems, right? Like I think you know, like Civilization, right? That long-standing turn-based four right. X game is under this same banner, and it hasn't turned into a casino yet. It's true. I I would not be lying if I said I'm worried about whatever Civilization Seven might look like, but you know, occasionally, yeah, they do release like decent games because this is the same house that well like the big house that also released like bioshock right yep so so they do definitely do that ones. but they they definitely have the edge of we ha they have no problem you know swindles maybe not the right word but they definitely want to manipulate people out of their money mm. that's just how triple a industry yeah. works but it's just when people think about their big companies they think of ea and activision doing whatever they're doing they're not take two is not a name you hear mentioned when it's like you know not enough people realize like yeah they're pulling a lot of the worst stuff in the industry right now it's like what what they're doing is not you know at that level it's like we talk about like the big three four like huge offenders and they're just like maybe if we stay quiet in this corner of the room yeah. away from where people are pointing at the abusive companies people won't notice well i think part of it is that when do you ever see like the big take two logo or the big take two name put on anything never not really ea's like slapped right in your face and stuff like that so you know i don't think people are like oh yeah take two who, who is that some people might not even have heard yeah, of them. definitely when i load up nba 2k 21 i don't i don't see the logo at all well that's 2k not take two that's true oh, those sorry. are two yeah, yeah there that's... you go all <laughs> smug making your joke you don't even know 2K <laughs> never mind <laughs> you know they they were ahead of the game because remember it was only until activision got into some shit that they took their names off of call that's of right. duty take two <laughs> take two <laughs> figured that out forever ago. for years yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, like a like the elusive man, elusive man from from Mass Effect, Mass Effect. just like sitting in the back in the darkness. Right, mm-hmm. that's take like, two. Ah, yes, no one will know. <laughs> As he smokes his cigar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, so yeah, when you put it in that context, right? It's like I guess it's not overall surprising that this happened, but it is still, I think, kind of a, oh, a it, shame. It, it, it's a big shame. It's it's surprise. It's not a surprising that it would have been a disappointment. It's a surprising just how bad it was done. Like is mm-hmm. this is, I it's almost I don't know how you if I tried harder I couldn't have thought of more ways to fuck it up. Like it's it's death of a thousand cuts. It's not like you know you've got the big enough issue that like you look at the game and say this is completely unplayable. But it's like well that looks weird. That's weird. That's wrong. What the hell is going on there? Wow, that person's hands look weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like all oh, these little things. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just hard to see like this being remembered fondly at all. And it's I don't even think it's going to be one of those things like uh, like a long term success story. You know, I think it's going to be oh they'll patch it right. Like no, there's yeah, no I there's guess. no oh they'll patch it with this. <laughs> yeah. Other than making it so the launcher will launch the game and that you can get into it, I think that's the extent of what you'll see. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so Skyrim also came out. You guys heard of this game, Skyrim? It, I know it's a little That's underground. That's retro game, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, no, that just I play it on my, I play it on my Echo device all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Skyrim came out again, again, again on eleven eleven. You know, just a year before Starfield will allegedly allegedly come out in eleven eleven twenty two, but. Skyrim Anniversary Edition came out and in the few days leading up to it or a few weeks even uh, the modding community was pretty worried that oh no is Anniversary Edition going to break a lot of mods because a lot of mods rely on this thing called the script extender which is ba- it basically lets it's like the key you need to unlock a ton of potential in other mods and when oh, what was the special edition right that, that was the name of the first big sure. Skyrim update. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. When special edition came out, that broke the script extender for a while. So that means a lot of mods from the original game couldn't be brought over. And then with anniversary edition, people were worried about the same thing. But this time around, Bethesda actually gave the the team behind the script extender mod, they gave that team access to the engine for what anniversary edition has right now so as of this recording as of like launch day last thursday your mods will be fine if you install the uh anniversary edition script extender which is pretty cool i think of bethesda to do that yeah i think this time around they understand a little bit better how integral modding has become for all of the elder scrolls games you know even morrowind and and oblivion have levels of modding to them that that people do on a regular basis um and I think they understand that they risk alienating not only players who might want to hop into this uh, upgraded version or with minor changes. Um, they knew it would have been a bad idea if they didn't address this um, like they didn't last time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they, there's there's a recognition there that we wouldn't be talking about Skyrim right now if without those mods. Yep. They just wouldn't be... Wouldn't have had the staying power. I mean, could they put it out an anniversary thing? It still would have been a big release and all that stuff. We could, we still could have seen some kind of re-release, but I don't think we would have seen re-release number fifty or whatever we're on now. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> How many copies do you guys own? Thankfully, I was gonna say, one. I'm, a, I'm a Game Pass subscriber. Does that mean that I just have the newest anniversary edition? I, I actually don't question. think I don't think you do. I think you have to pay for the like you will have access to special edition. But then you have to okay, pay yeah, 15. I, I knew that I had special edition, but it was just like, man, I should really give Skyrim another shot. And I was like, wait, do, do I own it? Do I not own it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's it's kind of treated more like DLC sort of. Well, isn't the, right. the anniversary one, doesn't it have all those that DLC just included and those mods, those paid mods in it? Yeah, it has a ton of the Creation Club mods yeah. in it. So it, it feels sort of like a mini expansion because it adds a lot of quests too, but none of them are like, like this isn't a, um this isn't like Dawnguard or um what's the other one? The one with the, the other Dragonborn? Is it just called Dragonborn? You know, the other deal, the other big sure. expansion. You know what I mean? It's not like an official expansion expansion by the Bethesda team, but it's it's a bunch of mods created by modders that are kind of, Frankenstein together to feel like an expansion. Yeah, it's not on Games Pass. Yeah. Uh, oh, but you can get the anniversary edition for eighteen bucks. Yeah, yeah, eighteen dollars okay. with your Game Pass membership, or forty with no discount if you just want to buy it outright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, wonder if, because like a lot of you know the plan that we that we learnt later with the. Um, with the special edition was that they wanted to pull mods into their uh, into their storefront. I wonder if like having had that experiment happen um, that kind of as they were in flux between like what is allowed, what isn't allowed, are we paying mod developers? Are we not paying mod developers? Um, I wonder whether this is just like the happy balance that they've found of like, yeah, you can mod it, but if you don't want to get into the complicated stuff, here's creation club like if they're seeing enough return on that investment that they don't feel the need to also like edge guard out any of the the quote unquote superior mods or more expansive mods mm-hmm. yeah because some of them are pretty insane that people have created um just like entire new quest lines all that kind of stuff like i'm always quite impressed by the modding community around bethesda games especially in like how far they will go to create additional lore, additional stories, just all of it just is crazy to me. I mean, um, I just like having of love for a game to uh, essentially build your own. So, yeah. lest we forget the Forgotten City, which is now I think also on Game Pass, started as a Skyrim mod. Mm-hmm. Right. I love that idea of of a company taking the people who are doing great work. It's kind of like what we were talking about um, uh, before with with the Black Mesa and stuff, like that idea of, yeah, you're someone who has like taken time to dedicate to building something out for the game. Yeah, you can put it on our platform. Um, same with, you know, uh, back in the early days, like map makers and mm-hmm. mod makers, um, you know, getting, getting hired by the company to say like, you know, you're... You obviously know what you're doing. We don't need to train you. Um, come and continue doing what you're doing, but do it with our company. Um, I always love that idea of uh, a company accepting that you know to to be looking for that talent. Mm-hmm. That's the, when you brought up Valve. Valve has the greatest history of that. I mean, yep. Team Fortress was a Counter Strike mod, and that got built out into its own team. Um, they hired the Portal people. 
because uh, they were making their own little game and they liked it with the portal mechanics. So they're like, hey, come help us make this game. And so they've got a great history of doing that kind of stuff. And just support, like, it's crazy that what what companies support something like Black Mesa, like you're saying, which is a remaster of a classic game made by a fan. And they're like, yeah, well, I mean, it's it's the unofficial official version of it now, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. If only Rockstar would have tried that. I, you know, they, they've got their talents. Yeah. They just put them elsewhere, you know, like on horse testicles. Uh, so let's move on to some of the games we've been playing. Before we move on, I do oh, need no. to mention that um, as the resident Elex shill, um, Elex uh, 2 got its release date of March 1st. It's a shame we've run out of time. Yeah. Um, we're gonna- yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Otten, what have you been playing? And please don't say Elex 2. Uh, I have more self-respect than that. <laughs> Not much, <laughs> but but enough. No, I have uh been playing uh well, truthfully, I've been playing a lot of more. Uh, not not a lot, Stardew Valley. But I'm talking about something else this week. No Stardew Valley porn this week, <clears throat> or Warcraft three porn. <laughs> this Fuck. just this week. Oh well, I'm not. I can't speak myself in the future. I don't know what future me is gonna do. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, no, I've been playing. Uh, it's, it's an interesting game called The Last Spell. It's in early access on Steam right now, and it's one of those um, like survive, like survive against hordes of enemies as you build up this town kind of a thing. But it's not RTSy like most of them are. Like something like They Are Billions or whatever that one game Rep mentioned a few weeks ago. Against the storm. Hmm. Like, I, I think, think that was so. it. Might have been I that. Think so anyway, so it's not like that to where like you're you're building a base and then sending out your own units or whatever or like a tower defense kind of thing. What's interesting about it is that you do have a, a town around you where you are building up walls and you're having to protect yourself from like all these zombies and other crap coming at you. But it's uh, it's a grid based um, uh, combat system where you have heroes that you set around the, the, the four different sides of your base to protect it. And uh, they have, you know, uh, movement points and stuff like that and mana and stuff that you have to uh, juggle uh, that, re- you know, you have to be careful with because it doesn't all come back after every wave and all that kind of stuff. So it's just an interesting spin on that kind of genre because most of them are kind of action rpge and this is more like a tactical approach to it mm, but so it's like a lot more freeform me? yeah a, a, a bit um it's a lot more freeform with it and it's it's not really the you know rock paper scissors kind of combat it's more like i i need to manage uh things like mana or my resources wisely because i have like a hundred zombies to kill and i can't use all my spells a lot so i have to make you know do and do the best amount of damage i can as possible to the most it's I like can. about optimization yeah and it's it's um super hard <laughs> like really really difficult um but it's it's i think for someone that that enjoys that uh this this grid based tile based kind of combat stuff will, will enjoy it quite a bit I mean, it's not really turn-based, like, uh, in the sense that, like, I use a hero move and then the zombies or whatever attack. It's, you have your turn to get everything you want done, and then they move forward and, you know, start rocking your shit after that. So, you try to kill... It's like Age of Darkness. There you go. 
That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, so something like that. Um, but the one that people probably most mostly know is probably something like they are billions. The difference here is with with the last spell, you're not like expanding out your base or anything. You're just all mm. you're staying in your one walled in kind of town and trying to build stuff in there. Um, and so you're and you're getting things like gear to gear up your heroes, like new swords and armor and et cetera, et cetera. And there's there's several different kinds of hero types that you get randomly. You start with to defend your town with that all have different abilities. Some are seemingly more useful than others. And you're like, when you get one, you're like, oh, I might as well just restart. <laughs> like, or it's probably because I just don't know how to use them or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they're not just awful. Um, but it's, it's got a lot going for it. It's definitely, uh, one of those that's perfect for, you know, getting a, a run in and, and calling it a day. If you just want to play something real quick. What's it on? I think it's it just PC just on or PC. I think. Okay. Yeah, because it's early, early access, right? Yeah, it's, so. uh, it's early access on Steam, ah, but I don't yeah. know if it's on yeah, other. It came out in June. Other stuff. Yeah, it's been out a little while. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely really neat. Yeah, well, it's the last spell. It sounds pretty fun for sure. Uh, Rut, what have you been playing? Um, a lot of Forza over the last week. Um, to the point that I had to order a new racing wheel because mine was starting to stick um mm, a little bit of road rage that's kind of what you get for buying a cheap wheel rather than just shelling out at the start so i've got a logitech g920 coming uh in the next couple hours so um, if the first racing wheel was sticking does that mean this new one you've purchased is an automatic oh i get it well played well played <laughs> yeah um no i, I definitely drive automatic because i do not guy. know how to drive a stick so. <laughs> Uh, it's so, not going to come in clutch. Jesus. So are you playing the game in? Are you playing the game in manual or automatic? Automatic. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I the G920 I ordered has the shifter or not the shifter, the clutch and everything and the pedals, but you have to buy the second, like another accessory to be able to do the true like stick shift type mm-hmm. functionality. Um, I'll probably use forza as a way to kind of learn how to drive a manual um that's which is a weird thing to say Um, no there's there's so much about driving about driving stick that is in the movement and the motion of the car this this is going to be a bad litmus test no no no, i I don't plan on ever actually doing it in real life um no i think you can learn 100 from this you can do it (laughs) i believe in you yeah, so hey, listeners Man. out there, if you have a 15-year-old learning to drive, put them in Forza. That's right. They'll be fine. This is this is going to be how Rutledge joins... Let them learn how to take joins... a turn at 223 miles an hour. This is going to be how Rutledge, as his, you know, as grand CEO, joins the space race by just getting really good at Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're going to do that... I'm coming for you, Elon. You might want to look up the price to, to replace the clutch. What's the new one cost? But... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've been playing that a lot. My only complaint with Forza so far is that the multiplayer is just not there. Um, like you can join convoys, but uh, my buddy and I were trying to essentially race with each other on a regular basis, like in the online version, and it would put me into a match, but not him. And so mm-hmm. he would be sitting there waiting for the next event to start while I'm racing in the one that's going on, um, along with just really frequent disconnects and, and some other just strange issues. Um, you know, the online is very good uh, in terms of, you know, generally putting you with people that are somewhat in your skill level 
or area, but playing with friends is just not as easy as I thought it would be, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if that's something that will get better when, like, you know, it's got, like, that player base high at the moment, as that kind of dwindles down, as is natural for any online game. I wonder if that's going to make things more reliable. Yeah, I know the first couple days were kind of rough. There were a lot of disconnects, even when I wasn't trying to play with a friend. It was, you know, kicking me into single-player mode pretty frequently. Mm -hmm. I'm sure part of that was just servers trying to keep up with the load. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, fundamentally, it's it's a really, really enjoyable game. Um, you know, the voice acting can be a little over the top, but the like the combo, the music and the driving, it all feels really, really good, especially with a wheel. Um, definitely a lot more immersive that way. Yeah, like I've really thought about getting a wheel for it because I've been playing a lot of it, too. But I think I'm just going to stick with controller for now, bro. Amazon, uh, <laughs> you can do like an installment plan with them. And so even though I could have paid full price for the wheel, I was like, ah, $50 every month. Okay. Um, so especially while I'm waiting for the refund for the other one to come in. Mm. Just, I don't know. That's one of the most ridiculous. I, I'm on a payment plan for my racing wheel for a game that I'm. Hey, it's, it's not unheard of to do a payment plan for a car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I did it with the, our, our home gym equipment too, a couple of years ago. So yeah, you just took out a very small loan. But they don't charge interest or anything either. So it's for people who may be considering like a wheel or something like that. But, you know, the G920 is outside of your price range. There is that option with Amazon that you can, you know, you pay. I think I paid $67 up front and then um, it's $50 a month for the next four months and then I'm done. So mm. here's where it's, we yeah, announce. It's pretty, pretty helpful. The Amazon sponsorship. Yeah, there it is. How's <laughs> the checks in the mail? Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm going to space with Bezos. <laughs> Good. So he can cut you off in your interview afterwards. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I've also yeah. been playing uh, the Outer Worlds for the third time. Hell yeah. How's that with the it's racing good. wheel? It's yeah. really good with the racing wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I bet you could. I mean, someone I, out there has beaten Dark Souls with a racing wheel. I so. mean, somebody uh, played Mario Kart with a banana. So. Um, I've seen Super Mario Odyssey with, the... with a DDR pad and Kingdom Hearts 2 with a DDR pad. Somebody Dark played Souls. Dark Souls with the uh, the drums from Donkey Kong. The DK bongos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But So yeah, so Outer, Outer Worlds, how are you enjoying it for the third time? What made you pull it up again? Yeah. I don't remember. I think it was on sale and I was like, you know what? I just want to play like kind of a narrative driven game. <laughs> I, what I do you mean know. on sale? It's yeah. on Game Pass. Stretch feels so betrayed right now. <laughs> yeah. I want the achievements on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Okay, that's probably going, the worst reason. This I've might have ever been heard. like the worst exchange I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> like, not it was only $16 on Steam. Not only are I'd you, already oh. played it on Epic. And oh. you have access to it on Game Pass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I own it on Epic. This is the guy that's got a payment plan for a steering wheel now. <laughs> I mean, it, it, all, it all fits. It all comes together, right? It all comes like, together, oh right? God. Like, I, I just buy things to buy them. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he says with the baby Yoda behind him. <laughs> In fairness, one of the somebody, one of my coworkers at work, uh, texted me yesterday and said that she found some baby Yoda ornaments and that she'll give them to me next time I'm in the office. Oh, no, so no, no. you're that In, guy? Oh. I'm that In guy. In fairness, Otten, Rutledge only has. 
12 more payments on that Grogu statue. <laughs> <laughs> and it is outright. Yeah. No, this one was free, so. <laughs> well, My coworkers just be- know. Like, yeah. Somebody was giving this away two houses down from my former boss, and he's like, "You want this?" And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And then he had it for me at the office two days later. So this is this is the long con. What we actually told Rut was that we were going to help him start a podcast, but this is actually the intervention episode. <laughs> Steam achievements in uh, Baby Yodas. Is there a scummier oh, person on earth? You know, I. I was, I thought when I asked, you know, hey, what made you boot up Outer Worlds again? I expected to Fluffy, you know, like, oh, you know, it's a good game. Probably, you know, we rated it pretty well in TechRaptor. Just wanted to play a good game. But no, you're like, motherfucking Steam achievements, man. That's it. Yeah, you yep. can, can't yep. use, or no, you can't even use the, they don't even get your points. Don't they have some point shop now that's dumb with like wallpapers and crap? No, but it does put it on a new tab on your profile called Perfect Games. What? Uh, which I yeah, you can go if you go into Steam. If you've a hundred percent of games, there's a tab that's perfect games. Um, and and that's uh, like this will be engin- number seven. That was like engineered just for you, wasn't it? That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. they um, used to have that on the 360. There would be a separate category that would show you games that you have one hundred percent completed. Yep. Um, but then that went away, even with later 360 dashboards, and they just never brought it back. R.I.P. The Blade. <laughs> gross bring it back bring best. it back no Jeez. you didn't like the blade no what? people people have selective love for the blade blades were janky as all hell you did not want to hit the guide button and then wait four seconds for it to like pop up and open out oh, i miss the blade format i don't like how it is now it takes me like way too long to get to achievements at least on the xbox like the how often are you looking at them yeah, seriously. Like, also, what do you why? mean? What is you there hit, to look at? You hit the guide button, and then you hit like right bumper three times to get to achievements. You can do those four button presses faster than the blades would have originally popped that's up. That's fair. That's fair. I will admit the blades were slow. <laughs> yeah, but that, uh, I mean, that's just because they're on inferior the look hardware. Of it, yeah, it was inferior hardware and also an inferior desire to check on achievements. That's that's the vibe I'm getting right now. I don't know. When Gamerscore was like first came out, it was pretty hot stuff. Like it was. Yeah, I guess like, so. people were pretty high on that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in the tens of thousands. It. And then we grew up and we left thousands. people like Rutten stretch behind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is just gradually going to become more and more the roast the founder podcast. I think. Yeah. Um, so I mean, as, as I reveal easy. more and more of my extremely <laughs> fucked up flaws, um. no, we're just you know you're just uh, you got a bunch of normie interests that we got to make fun of. I guess so. just a, a you know. Well, you're probably so the, the over... pumpkin spice guy too, aren't you? No, it's uh, it's chestnut present latte season, my dude. Uh, but okay, no, so he doesn't follow the pumpkin spice latte. He's follow- <laughs> he follows the latte in season, yeah. which. <laughs> That's maybe worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like the pumpkin spice. It's fine. But how about we shift away from... Let, let's go to the least normie thing possible. Stretch, can you talk to us about Shin Megami Tensei 5? <laughs> so from, from last week where I had like kind of gotten into the start, I've now finished it. The review's out. Um, gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Ooh. It was so much fun. It's so... You know when you're playing a game and you're like, this game understood the assignment? It was it was that. It it doubled down on everything that makes the series good. 
kept the demons, kept the the like real emphasis on like needing to balance the weaknesses and strengths. Um, but then they added in, you know, a, a comp- like not open world, but there's like four main regions that you're at. So it's no longer you're just like a cursor on a map with random battles. Um, it felt almost like they were really inspired by the uh, Persona 5 Strikers movement mm. and the verticality of of that world. Um, and they were like, let's just let's drag that over. Um, runs great on Switch. Had a like there's some weird graphical issues with the sand. The sand's almost like shimmering to the point that it looks like a static bug than it does like you know sun reflecting off the sand um yeah i i found just... that make, oh i've been playing it a bit too i just want to say i found it makes it hard to see those gems the little things you have to collect sometimes but also those gems are so useless <clears throat> yeah like it's it's a little bit of your special meter a little bit of your health or a little bit of your mp if it was like money then i'd be more looking out for them but it got to the point that they're better like waypoint markers when you're like i don't know where to go and you're looking ahead and you're like Oh, here's a trail of these things that lead into a small passageway. It's like, oh, there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of reminded me of like the 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 glimmer trail from like Fable, right? But I I have been fighting and finally beat the super boss from the Return of the True Demon side quest. Mm. So this is something. This is a DLC side quest that has you fight all of the menorah demons from Shin Megami Tensei 3 and then culminates in a battle against the protagonist from Shin Megami Tensei 3 from his like true ending where he has become you know become demon god whatever the the demi fiend fuck that battle <laughs> pardon my french but goddamn sounds very anime um, it does it is it is a fight against the demi fiend and three summoned demons. All of them are level ninety nine. He has resistance to every single damage type. Of course, <laughs> um, it's just a slog. Is it's this like they, like the Sephiroth fight in Kingdom Hearts? Like you know, it's that secret hidden, you know, like yeah, super hard it's, thing. It's it's like it's by far the super boss, but like Sephiroth is doable. This is just next level. Like you need to so specifically have one of your demons having, you know, MP, like as much MP as possible. Every single turn, they need to be healing every every time. Every single turn, you need to be buffing completely. You need to figure out ways that you can um maximize your special meter so that you can activate abilities that like force you to get critical hits so that you can get more than just two attacks in or four attacks in because they're resistant to everything this might be one of the worst (laughs) super bosses i've ever fought fighting it for the first time even though my main character was already level 99 and all of my demons were around like the mid 80s um they wiped me out in two turns. It's, so it's, is it just like, is it just hard to be for hard sake? Or is there like an actual like strategy that's interesting to engage with? Or it's just like, hold on to your seats and pray to God. <laughs> like, it's, it's a little bit of both. It's, it's very much like, you know, you've been able to, to skate by with like, Oh, this boss is really strong, but he's weak to force. 
So as long as you like get one or two force attacks in per turn, then you get more turns so that you can do more damage yeah. and stuff. But this is like where where all of the other battles are like, you know, maybe 30, 40% strategy, 60%, uh, you can kind of wing it. Um, this is like, you need to go in planned. You need to know exactly what you're going to do, who you want to target first, um, and and just deal with it. And just fuck that battle. It reminds me a bit of, a, again, to compare it to the better Atlas game, Persona 5. Um, it's uh it's like those in royal right there's the the protagonist boss fights at the end like where you can fight the protagonist from three and four it, it's, it's like a similar thing to that is what it sounds like because those were also like level 99 end of game super boss like stupid hard yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know it sounds like it's fun though question mark did you beat him you said you beat him right yeah, yeah. barely <laughs> but that was after after meticulous planning and power leveling wow. and how long is it like from uh, beginning to end like if i were to go in and do it not the not all uh, the attempts together the the one successful one the like just the one attempt the, to beat yeah. him or the game no the the that the, boss. The boss oh i mean probably 30 minutes okay. or so so i'm wondering because i was thinking back to like some of the final fantasy 7 secret bosses like all right set aside two and a half hours <laughs> yeah (laughs) well and and one and a half of those hours just animation yeah (laughs) that's true form changes and cutscenes and special attacks and oh yeah i mean i just started playing smt5 and like last night because you know i haven't really had a chance to boot it up before then um i don't know it's it's interesting right i think it's um it's very doom and gloom (laughs) it's very like gods get gods everywhere and demons and angels it's like a lot of lore dump right at the beginning oh yeah Mm -hmm. this was i think because like when i played three earlier in the year this was the first time i played three and a lot of like the vernacular and just the exposition dumping at the start really caught me off guard and i felt confused for a lot of the game Mm. but there's a whole lot of like everyman characters and other npcs that you spend more time with or like even the the voice of um, Aogami in your head that can kind of explain things to the character and by extension to you. Um, that, you know, the, the lore dump, dump sucks, but I feel like it's probably one of the better lore dumps <laughs> than I've had um, at the start of a game that really needs it. Right, that's fair. Now I'm hoping to dive more into it and see how I feel about it. Um, but the game that I did spend um, a bit of time on for the past few that I want to talk about is Inscription, that uh, Devolver Digital joint, because um, I've been hearing a lot of buzz about it. Um, have any of you all played it or any interest in playing I've, it? I've looked into it a lot, and I wish I hadn't. I didn't know as much as I know now. Mm. If, if you having played it, know what I mean. I do. Uh, especially, I mean, if people realize this is, uh, if everybody played, what is it, Pony Island, right? This is the yeah. developer of that. And if you played that, you're like, what the hell did I just play? This apparently yeah. just has a similar thing. Yeah, it super does. And it, it makes me sad that I don't, like, so I, 
so you start the game, you're playing, you know, first person, right? You're walking around. You can walk around this cabin and get up, but for the most part, it's a card game. Think Slay the Spire vibes, right? Um, if you die, your character dies, you play as a new character, and you're building a deck, and you're trying to beat this mysterious figure across the table, right? And it took me maybe like four or five hours because I'm bad at card games to beat this guy. And then after that, the game change it it becomes something else uh and i won't say more for for spoilers but i it's it's if you played pony island you know this is the same guy who's like super meta like you have to delete files on your computer sort of shit to beat pony island right like this is similar in that vibe and what makes me sad is by the time i got to the point where things started to change and i'm like okay now i'm really interested in this like meta weird outside of the game narrative i was really sick of the card game part of it <laughs> and i really hoped okay so now if the, like the narrative is going to change it's all different now i'm hoping the card game bit changes too and then the first interactive moment in the the new age is it's still a card game <laughs> at the end of the day it's still the the basic card game that you learn in the beginning i mean it's a lot more fleshed out now but it's still the same idea and i was like i don't know if i want to I don't know if I'm going to stick with <laughs> with it because it's it's the same, you know, thing you're you've been doing, which it kind of for me just didn't click as much, which is a shame cuz now I know about some of the shit that happens at the end and I'm like that would be really cool to discover in the game. But I don't know if I want to like do the gameplay to get to it. But I think if you're a fan of like meta narratives like is this a video game does it know that it's a video game sort of stuff and you like card games inscription is definitely that for this year it's very good at what it's trying to do i'm not sure if hearing that description i'm interested in trying out the game or somewhat terrified maybe both <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it might be a little bit of both because uh, you know, there is just some like I've, I've heard people talk about like the ending and stuff that you can do at the end. And it's it's definitely like there are some boss battles in it that just make you really question, like, am I playing a game right now or is the game playing me? You know? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I think it is interesting. I think it's going to be one of those games that a lot of people will talk about at the end of the year as we're approaching it. Right. For game of the year sort of stuff. It has that that interesting spark to it i just wish the the gameplay the actual like moment to moment what you're doing to progress clicked with me more mm -hmm. i don't know if it does yeah well, it's always interesting that... to see stuff do well it's kind of uh i think it's one of the many thing reasons people like something like undertale because it was so different and it did that mm. meta kind of stuff in a way because the Undertale and like Pony Island felt very similar. You know what I mean? Obviously, they're not the same at all uh, in terms of the game. But uh, anybody that can execute that very well is it's always very interesting. Especially, I think it uh, for people that play a lot of games. And it's since obviously what we're doing right now, we play a lot of games. Uh, so oh, allegedly, something yeah. that that plays with the the norm or the expected is always going to be extremely interesting to this, to a group like us. Um, mm -hmm. because it's not that we just like the games. We love the medium so well. That's something that plays with how that works 
is always very interesting. And Inscription seems to tick all those boxes in that not only does it know how to like play with expectations and like what are is a game, but it like it it does it super well. Yeah, and will surprise people. Yeah, like I don't think this would appeal to like if you if you're a more casual gamer, like you know you pick up your yearly you know sports games and whatever, and that's kind of the majority of what you play. This is super not going to appeal to you, probably. I would bet. Yeah. You know, uh, it's definitely one of those like. You know, that that's how it always is with meta anything, like a meta TV show or a meta movie, right? Like, you have to appreciate the format a bit, too, to, like, really let it all click. Does it, does it like, those, those moments that you're kind of alluding to where you're not quite sure if you're playing the game or the game's playing you, is it kind of like how, uh, you know, how people still talk about the Psycho Mantis fight or games like Eternal Darkness that would, like, mess with your sanity and, like... Mm pretend to mute the tv kind of thing or is it it more meta than that it's more meta than that okay and i i, I won't say anymore in case there are people out there yeah. who like somehow haven't heard of inscription until now and we're like oh this sounds like it's my jam yeah yeah it, it if you think it is it might be so i'd go for it cool yeah uh well that should do it for our podcast this week we hope you enjoyed and if you did feel free to leave us a review on apple podcast or if you're listening on youtube you know give us a like a thumbs up comment down below let us know what games you've been playing for the past week we'd be interested to know feel free to let us know how insane rutledge is yes yeah tell tell him to stop kissing his baby he's doing it right now <laughs> it's kind of gross <laughs> there's like a worn out spot on the doll it's weird <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> um, and yeah, and if have you're not to put a timestamp that says just the the roasting Rutledge hour. <laughs> well, there'd be a lot of timestamps for that. That's true. Um, <laughs> um, and you know, if you haven't been enjoying us, feel free to subscribe so that you can always get our latest episodes because we always drop them on Mondays. Um, other than that, yeah, it's, it feels like it's been a pretty chill week. We hope that you enjoy the upcoming week that's coming up for you. Um, and we'll be back next Monday. See you then. But then he's also gonna uh, gonna make sure that Grogu is tucked in, has his Enjoy milk it. bottle, his blue milk bottle. Yeah, give him give him a little kiss on the forehead. Yeah, yep. give him his nuggies and chalky chalky moo moo juice. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh.